Dominic. Dominic D'Angelo. Dominic. Dominic D'Angelo. Yes. What's up, everybody? It's Sports Keto Wrestling's Rings and Rambles. Uh, Nick will be with me on a future episode, but uh, coming in, stepping in, doing the hot tag, tag from my Zony days, coming in here. This is pretty fun. Uh, he is from the pit of America, known as Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, <laughs> uh, but truly one of the hardest working men, one of the sweetest, sweetest men I've ever met in wrestling media. You can see him over on the RVD podcast. He's, he's also involved in the rumor and innuendo. Mm-hmm. With Robert Carpolis for Ad Free Shows, just a, a true luminary in the wrestling media landscape. Dominic D'Angelo, Dominic, how do you feel? Are you on Dominic? Are you on the road to WrestleMania? I am, um, not physically, but uh, metaphorically, yes, I'm very much on the road spiritually, spiritually. Yes, I'm like Mad Max though, like walking, walking, just walking. You, you, you wake here. up and you look to Pennsylvania. You're in Pittsburgh, so it's an easier ride for you. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I had to call you the other day, and be like, "How far is Pittsburgh from Pennsylvania?" Like, I, like I couldn't Google it. You know? It's so like, weird. Yeah. People yeah, that I was like, I was like, it's, it's not that far, right? It's not that far. Like, you're like, people that don't live in PA don't reckon that it's, it kind of blows my mind. It's like, no, we're on opposite sides of the state. Like, <laughs> we're far away. Like, Philadelphia is almost like a whole other state, basically. All right. Sound off and get on screen. We're talking WWE Elimination Chamber. We're talking WrestleMania. Uh, we're talking uh, maybe some big, uh, big Dwayne oh. energy. Uh, mm-hmm. there, I know I had to do this because uh, there, there's all those different things, but I had to. I saw it and I had to grab it. There was a deal. Uh, so let's get into it. People saying all these different things about what's going on with all the combinations of Elimination Chamber. This will go down in Perth. We have to get up really, really early Saturday morning. It's Saturday morning cartoons or Saturday morning wrestling. Oh, we'll saying it better be Randy. Sound off, get on screen. If you're with us on Wrestle Room or on Facebook, thank you so much. If you're with us on uh, on YouTube, thank you so much. If you're with us on the podcast side of things, thank you so much. But let's get right into it. Elimination Chamber, two big matches uh, signed for this show. Uh, and uh, predictability is there in terms of the Chamber matches. But uh, this show is going to be in Australia, which I think is going to be another element that WWE has. It's in their back pocket with, uh, back pocket with these big uh, international shows. Just the crowd really kind of makes it special and this is going to be this is an australian crowd that hasn't had a wwe show at this scale maybe since what 2018 2019 i want to say super showdown yeah i mean this it wasn't a pay-per-view pay-per-view like it was or ple ple it was this is like elimination chamber so it's one of the temple ple's Mm -hmm. uh and so uh the show is selling well from what i'm told i have friends in australia that are attending uh, and you can still get tickets. So uh, is that is that bad or is that good? Well, it's a stadium show, so there, there, there's always an element of that. You nine times out of ten, you can get a WrestleMania ticket day up, but you're not going to get a great one. You know, you're going to get one. Uh, so the, the the demand is there, uh, but also for us here in the states, we got to get up at five a.m. your time, six a.m. my time. Uh, do you think that sways people from watching this show in the United States? We're you know one of the biggest markets in the world, or is this more the power play to say that WWE is truly an international thing? Hey, if you're awake at noon uh, in London, you can watch this thing in the middle of the afternoon for you. Yeah, I think it's a fair trade to be honest. I mean, uh, you know, in the landscape of how we've been accustomed to watch wrestling when it comes mm-hmm. to streaming, 
Uh, I think the majority of an audience is is used to that. And, you know, whether they watch it live or not uh, is one thing. But, I mean, people can tune in late. And I think they'll still get a good contingency. And overall, it's like for the global brand of it all. And mm-hmm. WWE's really been a big proponent of that uh, these past several months with the announcements of, like, uh, going to Berlin, Money in the Bank in London, uh, mm-hmm. you name it. Uh, uh, Puerto Rico, obviously, too. Mm-hmm. Um, just a lot of different things. And, yeah, this... I'm excited for the event simply for that crowd reaction and how that's such a fun element. And um, yeah, that was a huge deal in uh, Puerto Rico, which is still United States, but still uh, somewhere they don't go often. Uh, That crowd was insane. It was truly the biggest part of the show. Uh, And you know, that huge crowd they had at clash of the castle more than a year ago. That was special. Mm -hmm. That does kind of make it an attraction and it's an elimination chamber, uh, which is a, a big thing unto itself. Um, and I'll get uh, Hunter. You have a question about Okada. We'll, we'll do all of our questions at the end. We'll take a bunch of questions at the end. If they're kind of off topic, uh, I'll get to as many of them as I can at the end. Yes, we will talk about Okada and his reported decision. We will talk about AEW and them getting a little too worky shooty and all those different things. Uh, but let's stay on here um, with what's going on with Elimination Chamber. Uh, now, the men's Elimination Chamber uh, really feels predictable. Uh, Drew McIntyre feels like the guy to win this match. Randy Orton in the mix with him, LA Knight, uh, of course, Logan Paul and others. Uh, I do think this is going to be a really fun match, uh, but I, as WWE has been able to prove and uh, how I had to remind so many, I feel ageist when I say this because you're significantly younger than me. So many wrestling fans that are younger than me think predictable is bad. Predictable is bad. Predictable is bad. Predictable is bad. I was like, uh, but you want, the you want a certain character to win and if you predicted that is that bad how you get to the how you get there can if that comes plays out is predictable that's bad you know uh big ljr say drew's winning and will win the belt at wrestlemania of course the winner of the men's elimination chamber match at uh perth is going to advance and take on seth rollins at least that's the plan currently of course seth rollins dealing with knee injury uh, and is in interloped with this entire scenario with the rock cody rhodes and roman reigns more on that in the show uh what do you think here who do you got is it is it a lock for drew to go into the chamber and leave with this uh set path to mania i think it is i mean from this and you mentioned it too it's like predictability that is not a bad thing in pro wrestling uh i think uh people have gotten accustomed to like hey let's get a swerve going or let's get uh you know something else happening that people will be caught off guard with sometimes that's okay but ultimately it's the storytelling uh what is intriguing about wrestling and uh you see that you know we talk about the work shoot coming up here that's a little not as uh in tune on the mm-hmm. other product and I think, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with knowing that Drew can potentially be uh, Seth's opponent and is rightfully so, I think, in the right spot. Uh, he's gotten this renaissance about him now where he's just this uh, manipulative heel and uh, really leaning into it. It's been and getting very- reactions, too. He's getting, well, he's getting very reaction. big reactions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's like he is a heel. There is no doubt about it. There's no like uh, <laughs> there's no gray area with this. And um Seth has, uh, like, last week on Monday, I think, delivered his best best promo he's ever done. Ever done. And, um, you know, so he's he's pretty heated up. And Drew and Seth, and it's crazy to think this, too, Kevin, is, like, they've already wrestled several times. But that, I don't think that matters in this. This is a compelling new matchup. And uh, if Drew comes out on top on WrestleMania, that would make all the sense in the world, too. 
It's true. True. Of course, uh, other elements they're adding to the show just to get big names on the show. Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins together will be on the Grayson Waller effect. Grayson Waller, one of the big Aussies on the show. Uh, he's he's one who nearly got into a fight on live television in Australia over uh, wrestling. Uh, got to be legitimate. <laughs> I thought yeah, people got, got some great respect there in the business. Yep. Uh, get, way to get them on the show. I think they pull an angle there. I think something happens. I, I don't think they're just on that show to be on that show. Uh, WWE, as we've clearly seen with this WWE kickoff event they did in uh, Las Vegas, they are not opposed on these events where you're like, oh, no, no, they do the angles on TV. And then when you get to these big streaming events uh, on their premium streaming service, they, that's when they, you know, do that's when they give you the payout. Mania is a long road and there's a lot of pages to turn in it. And I think the way the pattern they see with things is, and you see this with social media too. Do you see a lot of people not watching the weekly television shows and they just follow through clips and then they tune in to Peacock or the big premium event? I'm seeing a lot of people doing that now. Yep. Or they or they follow through podcasts and other stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, so something makes me think they're going to pull some type of big angle here. I mean, it's just a surface level observation. I, I, I don't think Cody and Roll- Rollins are there just to be blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, someone, you know, Cody gives a, uh, you know, Grayson Waller a, a crossroads or something like that. I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think you could maybe see Cody even having a match, you know, an impromptu match or something like that. And um, you could further progress. I mean, if you really want to make this feel like a big event, you can progress something in regards to mania when it comes to like mm-hmm. the, the rock Roman Cody, Seth, whatever yeah. they decide to kind of do. If we get that, that tag match, I think this is when maybe, maybe where that kind of comes. If to. that's what they're going for, then like that would be a good place to, I think to make that announcement um, is, is having that match. So um, yeah, uh, I think there, I I'm with you, Kev. Um, I think that there's going to be a little bit more than, than expected with that one. And on top of it too, I think um, there ain't, there's nothing wrong with that because you want this to feel like a big event. It's Australia. It's a still mm-hmm. a tent pull PLE. You want to hammer the point home that, hey, this this is worth tuning into. And if you it's can't miss kind of stuff. And you, you give the fans in Australia that came out for the show a little bit more than they were expecting. Right, exactly. You know, exactly. it's added value. Uh, here we go. Samatra Kakan, he's watching. He's a thought on LA Knight winning the Elimination Chamber. Uh, Ellie Knight, uh, Jaw Jack with Drew McIntyre this past Friday on mm-hmm. SmackDown. I think we could we could touch on SmackDown uh, at some point within the show here. Uh, Ellie Knight still red hot, a lot of momentum. Won the big battle royal at SummerSlam. A lot of people thought maybe he would be the guy to take out Roman Reigns in Saudi Arabia uh, for a little bit. He's just had a lot of momentum, uh, and and some people say that stalled a little bit, stalling at the wrong time. CM Punk comes back. Uh, you know, he's one of those guys that would maybe get knocked out of his slot for whatever that all those surface level observations. I still think he gets a big moment. I think he gets a great, great. I think it's one of the best mid card moments of the weekend in Philadelphia at WrestleMania. The trajectory seems to be him and uh, Logan Paul. A lot of people sliding them together. If that's that's a good pairing, you know, I think mm-hmm. LA Knight's a good guy to work with him. I think they can have uh, some very great segments. The few times they've been on the microphone together have been, ah, you know, you can just see people just kind of take it all in. Uh, so I'm, I'm all for that. I think there's there's something there. I, I don't think he needs to win this match, but it's an elimination chamber match. There's going to be five guys that lose. So it isn't like you're taking the big L. You know, there's a lot of people get, you know, you could lose every elimination chamber you're in and no one 
really says, oh, you lost this many elimination chambers. Or, <laughs> you, no, you were in that many elimination chambers. That's what they say. You know, like, people don't talk that way. Uh, how many how many Royal Rumbles was Kane in? How many did he win? People, people don't say that, though. They say he was in this many Royal Rumbles, you know. And the fact that he's in the match is he's in the mix. You know, there's guys who are not in the mix. AJ Styles is not in this match. You know, uh, there's there's big names that are not in this. Gunther's not in this match. You know, uh, so so there's names that are kind of keeping on the shelf away from this. So the fact that he's in there is going to prove that he's over. He's going to get a big reaction when he comes out there. So you get a lot of really casual fans that love that yeah stuff. Uh, and diehards do too. He's that cross-sectional wrestler. The casual kid who comes to wrestling with his dad is going to yell, yeah. You know, a bearded dude like you and I who, who wants to drink a beer uh, is, is also going to yell, yeah. So you have a cry. I, I think he's in a good position, uh, I, but I don't see him winning it. I just don't see him winning. I see, I could see him being, you know, maybe someone who get, kind of gets robbed and the motivation gets under his skin and Logan Paul pulls some, you know, Hollywood shenanigans again and, you know, has to get brass knuckles in a match with a cage, right? Which is so gaga and over the top, but, you know, that is what it is. Yeah, I you know, and L.A. Knight, uh, he was hot, and then I I agree with the mentality that he kind of cooled off a little bit. But and some know, guys do naturally. Some yeah, guys do naturally. Was, you can't keep him hot like that the whole time. And you see, here. and you know what we see with and Drew is just the perfect example where he cooled down. Uh, what's next for him? Everything like that, and then boom, just like that, he's heated back up. I think you could definitely do that still with L.A. Knight before WrestleMania and have him in a good position where he's getting hot and getting back to where he could be, you know, uh, at a certain level. And a lot of that onus will be eventually on him to kind of get him to that next level. Um, and there's no reason that I don't think that he's not maybe necessarily capable of doing that. So um, mm -hmm. I think, uh, yeah, I, he's not going to win this. I don't think um, I think obviously drew is the surefire bet. Uh, but yeah, to your point about it being like an elimination chamber and like, it's almost like, yay, that's pretty cool that you're a part of an elimination chamber match. You were in that mix. You were there. Uh, not everybody, not and big names, too, are not necessarily in this matchup. And uh, LA Knight is one of them. So he's certainly getting a spotlight shown on him. And I don't think he's going to be forgotten about when it comes to WrestleMania. I have a big question, though, with WrestleMania. And I'll, I'll get on that. I have a huge question that WWE is getting more people to ask themselves. But... Before we finish up an elimination chamber here, let's jump over to the women's side of action here. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is another one that feels like it has an outcome that has been kind of telegraphed, especially coming out of that WrestleMania kickoff event for WWE in Las Vegas. Rhea Ripley and Becky Lynch, they've been teasing this one. They've always had the uh, kind of like a looking over the shoulder type things, and then they were just dead set. Yeah, I'm going to see you. Uh, this is a big deal for Rhea Ripley. Uh, Australia, she's the biggest wrestler WWE's ever had out of Australia. I think that is a... A very unique and special designation for her. Uh, she'll be featured on this card. I think she's going to womp on Nia Jax and get to have the fun uh, hometown country moment. And uh, before the end of the night, you'll have her and Becky Lynch squaring off in some way. I also think uh, maybe the women open the show, too. I could see the women opening the show. What do you think? I, yeah, I could see that, too. And, uh, yeah, I think that would be a great way to start it, too, because you – if you open the show with the women, you can close it too with uh, Rhea and you have that full circle kind of moment that, that kind of yeah. adds it all up. Um, yeah. And I think Becky is another safe bet. Again, predictability, not a bad thing here. Uh, Becky Lynch is such a star and uh, has really established herself as being a top women's wrestler in the history of the sport. So you get 
to line her up with Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania, it just feels like a headline bout that uh, will pay off, you know, when it comes down to Philadelphia and stuff like that. And so, yeah, and uh, Rhea's on a roll. And uh, I I remember hearing a comment that she made that she would be definitely up for challenging for a, a men's title at some juncture. And, you know, from a wrestling storytelling standpoint, I'm not necessarily against that either, but. Um, I say save something like that for a show that isn't. Yeah, you want to make it feel like a big deal. You yeah, know, I, 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 but it's something I think they could get lost in the shuffle at a WrestleMania. Absolutely. You wouldn't want, yeah, I'm not saying do it at WrestleMania. No, it's a special attraction. Her, yeah. her her beating up on any male superstar has always been a talked about thing. We've yeah. seen it on Sports Kita. I know you've seen it uh, on, on the outlets you work on uh, with SC Scoops and everything like that. It's always a big thing. There, There yeah. is a crowd of people that are very casual uh that are like you know the anime fan the the uh a lot of people i know that are in the lgbtq community love her uh i know a lot of people that are like just like punk rock people love her they love the look they love everything casual female wrestling fans adore i hear a lot of people bringing it up to her shout out to tina yukana uh just an amazon of a woman a comedian i know and every time i see her uh she goes uh tell me what rhea ripley's doing she'll always yeah. ask me what rhea ripley's doing and she she's like she's like my spirit animal. She's like uh, she uh, she admires other big formidable women, uh, and so so I can, I can understand where there's there's a, a relatability for some people. She's an outsider. She's all these different things. But you know what? She isn't. I really ride with the Judgment Day too much. Uh, she was riding with the Judgment Day for a majority of the year, but it's clear that she has just gotten so over uh, that they really want to separate this act from Judgment Day but somehow interlink it. You know, uh, and it doesn't feel like Judgment Day is going to be a part of her WrestleMania. Uh, and uh, and they've really cooled that off. So I'm kind of surprised about that. But but we're also looking past everybody else in this match. This is going to be a big premium live event uh, match for Naomi. Her first official advertised return. So that's a big deal. It'll be a good match. Uh, the outcome, though, you can see it coming a mile away. But uh, I don't mind that. I don't mind it. As long as they can tell a good story. We've had this before where people go to the chamber. We kind of know how it's going to end. Uh, but it it it's still how you get there, not not uh, exactly how it ends sometimes. Exactly, exactly. No, I'm with so, you 100. percent Yeah, absolutely. Lots to, uh, lots to teeth to teeth to sink into with that match. I think. Yes. Uh, Want to get in more comments here? Uh, other people saying uh, Jade will be the last participant in the women's chamber match. There is a spot still open there. Uh, of course, Jade Cargill came over from AEW last year. Big rollout for her. She had cameos on every different TV show for WWE. She still has not signed with a brand, even though the I don't know if signing a brand is the biggest thing in the world. It's just a foregone conclusion where you end up on television. Uh, but they're making that a big deal. And she showed up in the Royal Rumble and showed out. Uh, uh, there is some debate, though, about whether she needs more seasoning to work within the WWE program. But, uh, you know, I think at some point you got to roll her out here before WrestleMania and have her. She's got to be a part of WrestleMania. I think her being in the Elimination Chamber would be a big deal as well. What do you think? I think it would be, too. Um, I'm trying to think, though, if it would be appropriate, though, because you think, you know, you want Jade. She obviously showed out at the Royal Rumble, and that was a big mm -hmm. deal. And I know we mentioned this in the previous segment with the men's is like it doesn't really matter necessarily if you lose in the Elimination Chamber. But mm -hmm. this being her like first match, I don't know if I'd necessarily want her to take a pinfall, no matter what would be the aspect of it all, just because she's Jade Cargill and like, she's a big deal and um, you want to make sure she gets off on the right foot. And 
from a storyline perspective, you want to, I think you'd want a W in her column, mm -hmm. you know, and maybe she could get in there and eliminate several people. Mm -hmm. And then finally, like she gets taken out, but, and that wouldn't be, that'd be pretty good actually. So, I mean, there's, a, there's certainly a way you can do it. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, that's another thing is you have her in this match. She's, she's not winning. That means she's got to get pinned, you right. know, like, and, and, and you haven't had that happen yet. And that doesn't, I, I save it for TV. Make, make it something interesting yeah, on TV where I don't see it coming. And it's like, wow, Jay Cargill's coming back. And and uh, I, I would say you have a lot of television before WrestleMania. And right. you got to have some big moments. We're going to have Drew McIntyre versus Cody Rhodes on TV tonight. Yeah. You know, like, they're, they're, like so I'll, I'll give it to WWE. Everyone was crapping on them a few years ago. This feels like a way different WrestleMania. Triple H has really stacked his deck. And the deck isn't stacked. It's heavy at the top, but it's very thick in the middle. Yeah. You know, it's very, very thick in the middle. Uh, and, and to the point where you're, we're like talking about what are they going to do with AJ Styles? And you think that would be a law. But the thing is, you don't look at the rest of the, what's going on and think, now oh, this isn't great, you know? Uh, and we still have Bailey in the background. Someone asked you, is she going to get the hugger gimmick back together? We'll talk about that. We'll get to that. Uh, but let's, I, I had a big question about WrestleMania and something that's been talked about. Uh, SmackDown was awesome. Uh, mm, the yes. closing of SmackDown was Freaking cool, dude. Great. I love this. Uh, I know you enjoyed it. Uh, Rock coming out with his $500 shirt, acting like it's 1997 Rock, uh, and going off on people, promising to slap the herpes off their face. It was laughable. It was tongue-in-cheek. If you like The Rock as a celebrity, I think you know he's playing a heel. I think you can get it. And then some people say, oh, some people don't like you if you're a bad guy. They're going to want to buy your products if you're a bad guy. And I'm just like, I don't know how you could think that I wouldn't want to buy his products at all. It just doesn't seem reasonable. I, you know, I, I'm not one for just accepting a pitch. You know, I'm not, no. I'm not, I'm not a shill. You know what not I mean? Well. I'm not a and shill at all. Far from it. You know? Far, from, far it. from it. Far from it. You know, it's just like, lay off, man. I just got big Dwayne energy. Right. That's it. You know, it's all of a sudden you're going to turn in the rock here. <laughs> 250 for that joke. <laughs> Worth it. Worth it. Worth it. Send me a can, Rock. Text yeah. in the mail. Uh, but no, I, I love this. This is really interesting. Him joining the bloodline. Everyone is freaking out because he did this. You know, everyone said he lost their mind because he did the L. Oh, I, there's so many people that mm -hmm. were so outrageously out of their minds about that. And I knew someone at Sports Keto was going to fire up that graphic and have it up there. Oh, he's going to turn on They made it. Someone tried to say, they made it predictable. He's going to turn on Roman. Get off yourself. There's so many people that are just showing white meat marky ass in the comments, man. Uh, I love this, though. Uh, Roman playing a little bit more of a. Uh, side character. I have a video coming out on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel. Thank you guys so much. We just had like a hundred thousand views in the last three days. It's really cost like a handful of videos. Um, but we have one coming up about a two-man power trip idea about how they're gonna keep this going with them after Mania. Uh, and you can see there's a dynamic there that's really interesting. Like the rock being in the bloodline is like it's cool, even if it's only for like a little while, it felt like a big deal. But right. they're they got they have this unified front, rock and Roman Reigns. They have the trailer, uh, and you have on last week's Monday Night Raw, thread to thread, Raw to SmackDown. They're tying the thread together, um, and you have, uh, you know, Rollins saying, I'll be your shield. I'll be your shield. I'll be your shield, Dominic. So Cody Rose is going to challenge Roman Reigns for that belt, 
Bloodline don't want to lose that belt. Rock wants to keep that belt in the Bloodline so him and Romy can have their big, uh, you know, all Samoan family, all family get together, all family wrestling, uh, and they're going to do that. So what do you think here? Do we get a tag team match? Are we getting a tag team match? Because that means you get you get Rollins and Cody wrestling twice. I know your your friend Robert Carpolis mm-hmm. over on uh, Ruman Anyone says that's not a possibility, but I do think it is a possibility. I think it's a yeah, I think it is a possibility. Um, and that trailer that we saw Super Bowl Sunday yeah, was time. a good indication of that. You know, um, would I necessarily want to see it? I think I would want to see Rock more in a singles match, um, just straight up. And like, you know, I, I think it just means more. Like, I think, you know, there is that contingency of the fan base where they did want to see Rock versus Roman Reigns, um, you know, uh, despite Cody finishing his story and stuff like that. I think I think there was that kind of aspect. And so, you know, I the Rock would just be one fourth of that equation in a tag match. Do you want to feature him more? Do you want him to like... You do you want the full blown heel corporate rock 1998 laying the smackdown on somebody in specific? And uh, would that be would that be the aspect to see? Um, yeah, uh, that so Augie actually, uh, the funny thing is, I don't know, Kev, if you saw this, but Blue Meanie laid out a pretty interesting theory where it was all what was yeah, I, I didn't get to see all this. Some people were floating this at Twitter, it's on my it's on my deck of re- things to read, yeah. So, um, like, Blue basically said, like, the rock is pulling a ruse on Roman. Uh, could be potentially is like, oh because he didn't do the he didn't do the complete thumbs up he didn't, he do didn't that. tuck his thumb the yeah, fact that his, his finger is out that means he mentioned that aspect but he also said like hey he whispered something uh back on February second the Rock whispered something to Cody and uh, Cody walked off and relinquished and so this is all has been a big ruse on to Roman Reigns oh he's gonna, he's gonna do the Mike he's gonna do the Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah, gonna, yeah. That's a great way to put it too. He's gonna so, rip off. He's gonna rip off a five hundred dollars shirt, and there's gonna be a Cody Rhodes shirt underneath there. That's it. That's it. He's gonna have the neck tattoo. That's what's gonna happen. It's a dusty Ooh. finish, if you yes. will. If you he's gonna will. wear the the rock uh, turtleneck, and he'll flash it down, and there will be the neck tattoo. <laughs> no, he, he he. Why? Wait, Rock. Why are you wearing that five hundred dollars shirt? That's <laughs> yellow on black polka dots. <gasps> <laughs> we, we need you always have to telegraph it it always has to be so on the surface and on the mm-hmm. nose uh other people bringing this up uh triple h stone cold steve austin type roman reigns and the rock yeah it, i i do think they're going to try and do some type of element of that whether or not Re- reigns gets out of wrestlemania with the title he won't uh and that that could be interesting you know so do you want it do you want to do that tag team thing now or do you want to say that and maybe do that at some point later this year is the rock going to be able to do multiple matches this year you know like that that's worth noting is he a guy who you know he said oh injuries and insurance and other things that have been brought up to me these are the things that kept you out of the ring cost millions of dollars 10 12 years ago you know yeah. but he's a way bigger movie star than he was 10 12 years ago you know he can call a lot more shots as if he's in a movie he's producing the movie you know like like, like you, if you have the rock in your movie He's producing it. Like, that's a given. So he has a lot more stroke in that in that regard. So I'm not saying that writes it out, though. Uh, and so it's interesting to see how this plays out. I do think a tag team match would be interesting. Uh, it does have it does allow you to kind of hide some things with The Rock. True. The guy who hasn't, you know, it's not like people say he's going to be huffing and puffing. No, that's BS. I didn't buy that. He just doesn't wrestle a lot. Yeah. That's a way different cardio. That To say somebody's blowing up, look at the guy. <laughs> oh, he's bad cardio. I was like, look at him. 
He does more. He did more today. The Rock probably did more in the last five minutes than you and I will do in the next month. You know what I mean? In terms of work. Mm -hmm. So, like, come on. Just back off in that regard. Like, I was, and that doesn't mean like kissing his ass or anything like that. Because I really wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that at all. I would not do that. Kevin, never. I think you are a straight shooter. There's nothing that you shamelessly plug or you you want to have. Not at all. Nothing, Kevin. Not at all. Not at all. No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Not at all. All right. Moving on. Moving on. (laughs) AEW is Revolution coming up. Yep. Uh, And uh, this card is coming together pretty solidly. It is a pay-per-view. So this is a pay-per-view that you're paying for. This isn't like the, the streaming service thing. And it is something I kind of always consider. I always think the, the payoff and the grinding the nails into the storyline always has to be very much. WWE, I think, gets to be a little bit more loosey-goosey. Like, they can be, because it's a streaming service, you know, WrestleMania, I just have Peacock, I know where it is. It's a little bit hard. I think a pay-per-view sell, when I see the storyline, I have to plan my night. I have to know I'm spending money. I have to know I have to do these different things to really get me to want to watch that show. So it makes, and, and I feel bad because some people say, oh, you shouldn't judge AEW as hard as you do, judge WWE. It's like, well, you're asking me to spend more money. So you're asking me to spend more time, you know? So, so I kind of think of it that way. And we have Sting's last match, a match that has sold over 10,000 tickets in North Carolina. So great attraction here. And you're going to have Sting, one half of the AEW World Tag Team Champions, along with Darby Allen, another makeup wearing weirdo. Uh, they're going to take on the Young Bucks. And they did the angle where, where, where Sting wins the world title valiantly at 65 years old. With Darby Allen doing all the skateboard tricks. And uh, Sting's sons jump the barrier and they're celebrating with him. All that good stuff. Out come the Young Bucks, those evil corporate dicks. And they get covered in blood in their white suits. They beat up his sons with baseball bats. They beat up Sting and, and Darby and his sons with baseball bats. And then the follow-up promo was probably... One of the worst follow-up promos I've ever seen. <laughs> Darby Allen has to go out there and run them out of the ring with Sting's bat. Okay, that's cool. Says absolutely nothing. <laughs> Not a syllable comes out of his mouth about Sting's flesh and blood being assaulted by these men on the road to Sting's final match. Emphasis on Sting. (laughs) There was no emphasis on Sting. I I know you can find clips of this, but it was very hard for me to find official AEW clips of this. And that is always telling. Like even bad WWE segments, WWE puts everything out in every different edible little clip form. Even the worst things you can find usually on an official WWE channel, right? Right. Can't find a clip of this. Had to go and get it on the DVR. And I watched it twice, not out of like entertainment, but out of sheer aggravation. This is Sting. Now, I think if Sting was there, maybe the angle would be different. But is this growing pains? Like who couldn't dial him in? Because you've got Darby Allen going out there and he basically goes off on the young boys. He's trying to make it personal between them and him himself to add elements of him because he's gonna yeah he's gonna be in the match working it but the storyline of the focus is this sting's last match and the young bucks are corporate dicks and they just want to like get themselves over and ruin sting's last match and make it about that right 
Why is we had to add titles to it? Okay, that isn't too confusing. Okay, titles. Wow. That isn't the worst. Okay. Young Bucks are involved, tag team. Got it. Dominic, I'm not asking you to defend this, but oh, what the F, dude? You know, like, like come on. We yet and then you get the crowd chanting Cody. Cody, yeah. Look, he, he brought, he's like, oh, you guys didn't hire me. Only the other executive vice president who isn't Kenny did. And it's like, ah, yeah. oh, boy. You, you have the crowd chanting the biggest baby face in your competition. Yeah. It was laughably bad, dude. It was it was so awesome. Now, mind you, the crowd's having a good time. They're going to do whatever they want to do. Crowds come to a show. They can do whatever they want. People do it at WWE. Crowds, and they, 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 you know what I mean? I'm, I'm railroading you. I'm sorry. I'm just... I'm I'm so I'm upset about this because Sting is like a beloved wrestler. I know he's one of your favorites too. He is one of my favorites, and uh, I like Darby a lot too. But the aspect is, and like his delivery was compelling. The content was counterproductive, hundred percent. And it's just like, and he and Darby actually doubled down on the on an interview and mentioned like, you know, I wanted to pay homage to Cody because he helped me, and like I didn't want to seem like a secondary role in this and. Kind of things like that, and um, just wanted to pay his respects to Cody. Look, you're not necessarily doing that. I, I get it, I get it, but it's like if you wanted to pay, you know, respect to Cody, maybe just switch. And Tommy Dreamer mentioned this on Busted Open was like switch Cody out with maybe Tony Khan, and then you get get a you shine a positive light on your, the AEW president who's getting a lot of flack for what he's you know. Now this isn't a rip at Tony. This isn't a rip at Tommy at all. Uh, mm-hmm. but it's gonna come off like everyone kissing kissing Tony's ass. There, there's there's too much Tony. Tony isn't a character on television. No, uh, not it, but but he's he's a legitimate president of the company. I don't know. I just don't. I don't. Tony. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But I think it also would help. Okay, you're you're doing this, but across the board, Kevin. When it comes to all this, when when it's Darby saying this kind of stuff. And then also the young bucks being the EVPs and all of this and wearing suits while they wrestle. They're, they, they're working as heels. They're like, they, they're they working clicked over heels. pretty easily. Yeah. But I think that still overshadows the pure intent of, Hey, this is Sting's last match. You don't need yes. all this added, added fluff to this, to make this compelling. I think it was compelling just for the simple fact that, Hey, maybe the bucks do kind of want to ruin things for staying or whatever. And then maybe they're petulant and upset, but you don't need all this inside baseball talk about being EVPs running, having this power trip it's, kind of thing. It's I convoluted. It's convoluted. And what people I think would have ultimately wanted is, Hey, you can have that kind of in the back of your head that, Hey, maybe they're EVPs or whatever they're wielding power, but like re- come out wearing all white and act like jerks instead of like, like wearing white trunks and stuff like that, because you're wrestling in suits and then you're playing kind of the clown show when it comes to stuff against the uh, top flight in the match and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's not setting the table up for who the focus should be on. And is stink. Sting and, and, you can, Greensboro, and, you North Carolina. Sting, and you don't have to have you sting wrestled. He won these tag team titles. Yeah. Um, so, and, and every time sting wrestles, it's just in tag team matches. And some people say, Oh, it should be a singles. And it's just, this guy, this guy had spinal stenosis like eight years ago. He should have never been back in the wrestling ring. Yeah. And, and, and this is a guy who can, you can tell he's, he's a slower guy. He also modifies what he does now because of his age and his injuries. And he modifies the way he appears on television. You know, and and the what the gear he wears. You know, this is a guy who's wearing a singlet. Doesn't even wear a singlet anymore because you. All right, well, this is what my thighs are going to look like. You know, and that isn't a rip. 
This is a guy who understood how to adapt as much as possible. But the problem is you have this guy who is truly a certified legend. He's in like the top 10 casual people. You walk up to him. They're going to say a handful of wrestlers' names. If you yeah. go to the Mid-Atlantic, you go to the South, they're going to say Ric Flair, Sting, Lax Luger. They're going to bring up all those NWA names. You sold this arena out on his name. Nothing else. There is nothing else. But you didn't I don't think they're selling the pay-per-view on Sting's name. They're not selling it on the attraction. The Revolution, Sting's last match. Sell it. Like, just get, give me a special send-off. Give me rah, 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 rah. You know, and give me the investment and the conclude. Like, it's not like I'm. I, it's it's so obvious that some of the things that some people said leaving AEW are now front and center. You can see them; they're all there. It's it's all obvious. This isn't me like accusing anything of everybody, but this is just like the collective thing. Like you look at it and you're like, "What is going on? How come no one can come in?" As a segment, people said there shouldn't be writers in wrestling. Oh, yeah, there should be. This You should have an independent person that comes in and says, here's the storyline point, nail it down, go in there, give it to me. Here's here is what we're pushing. Here's our focal point. Uh, but you already have how many things in this match with how many moving pieces that you were going to need anyway because it's Sting's last match and you don't want him doing a singles match. You want him to have the tag team. So you're going to have all that running gaga around anyway, right? Can they can they set course? Do you have Sting come out there and cut a great promo? You've had how many weeks? Months. Of television. Months. <laughs> months of TV. Months of television. Three shows a week. Three shows a week. And you couldn't come out there and make... Video packages, oh, we don't have rights to the footage and different stuff like that. You're Tony Khan. You can film special things. You can do all of these different things that make this character who has decades of a legacy that you bought into and you've made look very, very cool over the last five years and made him feel very much like a special attraction. When I got to see Sting wrestle in, it, in TNA, it was cool. Yeah, You know, I got to see Sting wrestle. And he had a great match with Austin Aries at match uh, that night. And when I saw him on AEW, I, I said the first thing I said to some casual friends of mine, and that matters, by the way. That's mm -hmm. something that AEW needs right now. They need the casuals. Come on. I'm, I know I'm a little ranty and mad about this. This is my real ramble. No, I'm, I'm kind of ticked about it too, though, Kevin. It's like, you know, hey, you set all this table up. Like, where's Ric Flair at? We were we were shown Ric Flair, Ooh. not there, not there. It's just like the uh, the history. I'll tell, I'll tell you what he's doing. He's selling energy drinks. He's selling energy drinks. I know. I should pull it yeah, right, but it's just like there is nothing following up with that. Nothing touching upon the history of Sting and his impact that he's had on the sport. There's just so much stuff that. You know, Tony Khan has done a wonderful job at portraying Sting and handling Sting in a lot of ways yeah. when it comes to how since he's been there. But this is not this is underwhelming and it's not underwhelming, underwhelming, not convoluted. Mm -hmm. absolutely and true. just a just a, a convoluted mess what it is. And it's it's a shame. It's a shame. And hopefully like now with when it comes to these AEW pay-per-views, their pay-per-views are usually well executed. Pretty well done. Mm -hmm. 
overall. So I'm not necessarily saying that the pay-per-view itself is going to be uh, a bummer. No. But it's a bummer to have They can pivot. They can pivot and make something work. And they have what? What? Two, three weeks here? Two That's not. Weeks? Yeah. Not a lot of time, though. It's like. Still, you've had months. You know, yeah, and this is one of the, this is one of the biggest angles they've had mm-hmm. in a year yep. in terms of on premise where you say what it is. Here it is on paper. How are we going to get there? You know, mm-hmm. uh, I want to get to some of your questions here as we wrap up here. Uh, yep. We uh, people ask us about what the plans for Jay. We kind of already touched on that thoughts on LA night. Uh, other people bringing up um, all these different things with the men's chamber match. But I do want to talk about this CM Punk on the shelf with the injury. Uh, and I've heard a lot more people say, put him on commentary, put him on commentary. And, and uh, I've heard that more and more and more and more and more. And, and I think it'd be interesting, but I don't, I don't know. I think there's other things you can do with CM Punk. What do you do with CM Punk if you can't wrestle? What do you do? You got the pen? Do something fun. Yeah. I mean, you could do uh, like a Piper's Pit with Punk, you know? Yeah. Uh, Punk's very pit? much embrace that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone's gonna call Punk's mosh pit or something like that. They're gonna try because yeah. you're like the punk rock guy. You want to do the mosh pit? Like the straight edge with CM Punk or something like yeah. that. You could do straight, something straight talk. Straight, straight talk. talk. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So, like, yeah, you could definitely do something like that. Uh, Robert Carpus, my uh, rumored innuendo co-host, actually made the suggestion that hey, why don't why not put him on NXT commentary because you not only elevate your NXT product, CM Punk's has already showed an enthusiasm of working down there. And uh, you kind of get the best of both worlds by setting it up for when NXT goes over to the CW and stuff. So uh, there's definitely, I don't think you should let Punk kind of sit on the shelf. Why Mm. not? And like putting him on on, with a microphone in his hand, whether it's on a commentary booth, on a pre-show, on whatever. He's not just an injured wrestler. He's he's one of the biggest talkers of all time that's a wrestler. And he'll set set you up. He'll he can always set stuff up for future things that, that he says. So like, if he, like even with the, the WrestleMania kickoff show where he was like calling out the rock and the rock is across the room, staring daggers at him. There's stuff that people can touch back on. I I saw, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. Whoever called that shot, whoever (laughs) called that shot of let's shoot punk with this, with rock being really pissed off in the background out of focus. And he said, someone's got a punch rock in the face. And you saw the rock stop because he's this huge 300-pound muscle yeah. man. And he stops and turns and turns over his shoulder. He did that Fast and the Furious one. You know the fact – you seen Fast and the Furious, the first one they had with the rock? No, I haven't. Dumb, dumb, dumb fun movies. You haven't yeah. seen it? Right, it's no, I've never seen it. It's, it's yeah. the one where they go to Brazil. They go to Brazil. You know where they have fast cars, Brazil? Yes. So they go to Brazil, and the Rock is a federal investigator who has to stop these car runners. They're called car runners, right? And he has to stop these car runners, okay, Dom? And he, the way he's going to stop them is he's going to go down there. He's going to put his team together. He's going to get off the plane. The and the, the local authorities are off the plane. They're telling Rock, this big 300-pound man, and you can't see that you know is the Rock. He's, he's walking by, and they're putting all his cargo together. And he goes, I want this, I want this, I want this, and I want this woman to be my translator. He goes, why? I like the smile. And one more thing. The best, the best f bomb ever in PG thirteen movies. One more thing, he turns his head, and goes. One more thing, stay out of my fucking way. <laughs> it's so stupid and just so perfectly over the top wrestling in a movie stuff, and he nails it. And I'm just like, oh, I just would love. I want them to find some way to get that into a, a clip, but whatever. Yeah, uh, people, right? yeah people swearing, it's a big thing. Uh, no, I think Punk Toon, you want to be crazy? I'll be crazy. Listen, want to get crazy? Let's get crazy. Another, another movie line. Uh, put him on the bump. Give him a talk show. Give him so a show. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would say give him a show. Uh, I think with uh, WWE when they launched the network, there is some missing elements in terms of like, I miss Stone Cold Sessions. I thought those were exceptionally really entertaining to watch. I think CM Punk having conversations with anyone is really interesting because he's he's very much a provocative guy who provokes um, something out of people he, in, in that sense. He gets people to go to uh, the hardest part of themselves, the most distilled version of themselves. I don't mean to bring up booze. I know he's straight edge, right? Uh, but I mean, I mean that in the sense of like, I think that would be interesting. There's a lot of things you could do with him. Some people are saying, hear me out. Punk hosting WrestleMania thoughts. Maybe he can do commentary too. I would love to see him. Him on commentary for Rollins versus Drew, perfect, perfect. Yeah. He gets the winner. Yeah, you know, like like that. That's I, I love that. It's a great idea. Uh, Ian saying uh, Randy wins the chamber match. I don't think so. Don't think so. He'd be a good second true. choice, I would say. A good second choice, but it's, yeah, I think it's gonna be Drew. It's gotta. Be oh, but let's uh, while we're talking about this, uh, Drew McIntyre is not signed a WWE contract reportedly, and they're just kind of waiting to uh, get this deal done. Though it's been expected, but. I'm sorry. They wouldn't put this much investment in terms of storyline right. with him if they weren't gonna if they weren't confident. They were. But the thing is, isn't that crazy that they're putting a lot of investment in him? Yeah. You know, with with the idea that he could walk out the door. I think I think they probably likely have something in place, or maybe a handshake deal of some sort, or mm-hmm. whatever. And that I, you know, they're showing goodwill to Drew by giving him this position and kind of having that kind of freedom to to be this new manipulative heel. I think it's. I think it's it's a basically a done deal without it being a done deal yet. Absolutely, Dominic. If they want to follow you, where do they go? Hey, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, at Dominic D'Angelo. That's my last name, D E A N G E L O. Um, yeah, check out my podcast, uh, One of a Kind with RVD. It drops every Monday, so today at guess what, four twenty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can t- tune into that. Go to rvdtv.com. Hit subscribe. Like that. You'll get all the full episodes. They drop 4.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But you'll get exclusive clips. Some more stuff to come on there. Very excited about that. Also check out um, Straight Talk with the Boss. Magnum T8 and Greg Gagne every Tuesday. That episode drops. Go to gagneandmagnum.com. Subscribe to that channel. Or find it on your podcast feed of choice. Um, rumor and innuendo. Every Monday through Friday. Noon, Eastern Standard Time. Me and Robert Karpolis, we talk about mm-hmm. the news. A little bit of the dirt cheat talk. I, I understand you guys have a breaking story about uh, Billy Corgan and the CW. Yeah, we, we're going to get to that. I think that's tomorrow. It's on tap tomorrow. So uh, it's something you can no, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that scoop. I'm yeah, yeah, it's scoop. a good scoop. It's, it's definitely one we've been working on for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally going to lay it out tomorrow, I think. So okay. give that we're, fine, we're finally we're going to get it, though. You think we're we're going to get, get it, yeah. Okay. All right, that's important. So, so that's it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, it's it's so good to to be able to connect with you again, Dominic. For people, for people, I can talk about that. Uh, Dominic and I have worked together for gosh, like almost eight, nine years, on and off in different things, and now we run into each other at these other things where we're uh, on competing outlets. But it is very, very cool uh, that here on the Sports Geek Wrestling YouTube channel that I'm able to collaborate with people from other different elements and peers in the realm. And we're going to try and keep doing it on rings and rambles, by the way, if there is someone in wrestling media that you would like me to have on the show. And I don't mean wrestlers. I mean, creators, I mean, maybe comedians, maybe someone I don't even know about that. I've never met. 
I would love to have them kind of come in here. And that's kind of what this is. Super fans, creators, journalists. I would love to have people like that here on the show. And, it's kind of, and we just kind of chop it up on wrestling. It's kind of the idea here. Uh, you can follow me. I'm going to be busy. I'm going to be on Q101 today. Q101, Chicago's alternative rock radio station, the coolest alternative rock radio station in the world. I'm going to be mm. with them. Uh, that's pretty sweet. Give away some awesome stuff for uh, all the different things we have going on. You can stream it anywhere, q101.com. I'm also busy with Roast Battle Chicago. We are going to have six consecutive weeks of shows. Uh, we will be at the Lincoln Lodge on Leap Day, February 29th, starting our Roast Battle Chicago tournament. 32 comedians enter, all of them broken by insults. Only one will leave. Uh, and then I'm here. I'm here quite a bit with Sports Key to Wrestling. Uh, I have a lot going on with it. And we uh, just cracked 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. How about that? He is. Juan Gonzalez, closing us out. Love that Bulls hat. Go Bulls. Even though they suck right now. Uh, <laughs> Drew is winning the chamber. He's the only raw guy in it. Don't make sense for someone else to win unless they're doing inside trade. <laughs> uh, since Cody would be leaving raw. I don't know if it's that brand specific, but I get what you're saying. Uh, let me know who you guys think is going to win the Royal Rumbles, uh, the, the, the elimination. The Royal oh, Rumble in a cage. One. It's the Royal <laughs> Rumble in a cage. This should change yeah. it to Royal Rumble in a cage, right? That's yeah. what we should change it to. Should rebrand it as Royal Rumble in a cage. Parentheses. There we go. Uh, yeah, I, I goofed there. I, I meant to say elimination chamber. I, did, I cut you off. What were you going to say there, Dominic? We oh, nothing. I, I was just going to tell you who won the Royal Rumble. Oh, who won? Uh, I think Cody. Cody won. Oh, okay. All right. I'm catching up. I'm yeah. catching up. I'm yeah, really it, behind. It's on the network. You can check it out. It's 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 on the queue. It's on the queue. I gotta catch up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the Bulls do suck. Yes, they do. Uh, not a single person in the All Star game doing anything. Appreciate it. Nope. Uh, all right. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Uh, hit the like button if you haven't done so already. We do these every Monday. Maybe we should do them a little bit more often. Let them know. Okay. Good way to do that is hit the like button. If you watched, uh, you know, over 49 minutes of content for me for free here, just hit the like button. You don't have a limited amount of those. You know how many people just don't hit the button? The button means so much. Press Mother the Google makes us press the button. So press it. And I'm going to press this one right now and say goodbye to you. Thank you guys so much. Uh, wherever you're listening or watching, uh, follow Dominic. He's such a, he's such a good egg. He's such a good man. Uh, he's the only redeeming part about Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania that I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, and so there you go. Uh, much, uh, you know, the igloo got torn down, but I'll still have love for uh, for Dominic D'Angelo. Thank you guys so much. Remember, when watching wrestling, please do the most important thing. Do you remember the sign-off? Do you remember the I sign-off, do. Dominic? Is it Yom Ryager for life? Is that it? Yom Ryager for life? You, you son of you. How dare you bring up the, you brought up the pit? You brought up the Pittsburgh Penguins. My program, when I think of those, those, those awful, dirty, nasty penguins and what they pulled up. I beloved Hawks in the early 1990s. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, me and Chris Chellis are going to come to your house and beat you up in front of your dad. Oh, All right. <laughs> Enjoy wrestling, everybody. Bye. See ya.